1: I'm Laura Jackson and welcome to Secrets of the Side Hustle, the podcast from the Sunday Times style that's all about phenomenal female founders and how they turn their passions from a bit on the side to a thriving business. From beauty to manufacturing, tech to finance and more, on this show we get the ins and outs, ups and downs of setting up your own company. You can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do this via whatever podcast app you normally use. For this episode, I'm joined by Lucy Goth. She made her career start in PR before setting up her company, Lima. The business has been pretty much unstoppable since then, gathering multiple celebrity clients along the way. So I couldn't wait to hear the inside story. Here's Lima founder, Lucy Gough.
2: Hi Lucy, lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too, (sighs) Laura. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm so excited. Not at all, I've really loved reading about your business. The supplements industry is something that I'm quite interested in. So for people that don't know about Lima, what is your business and where did the name Lima come from?
2: So actually the name Lima means the origin or the source in ancient Greek. Um, And I mean, it's really an accident that Lima came about. I never ever set out to set up my own business. I was very happy in my life, uh, doing PR, having a, you know, ha- having my family and everything. And actually, after I had my daughter, I, I was really ill. I had um, I had preeclampsia, and then. I mean everything just went wrong. I uh, I mean the epidural didn't work. I I caught mastitis, which then turned into cellulitis and then turned into septicemia. And I was actually in hospital for weeks whilst they battled to save my life. And you know, luckily they did. And um, you know, they, they found the infection and and, and and I left hospital and I was alive and you know, I was very very grateful but I just felt as though I could not go on. Like my body was just at totally rock bottom. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't function. I couldn't function as a human, let alone a a new mum or a wife or anything. And I kept on going back to the doctor saying, I just don't feel well. And he was saying, well, know that there's there's nothing wrong with you the infection is gone you've just got to give it time and and you'll 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 eventually feel better my mum took me on a recuperation weekend to geneva which was very heidi of me (laughs) Um, and i was just kind of sitting by the lake and i'm not one of those people that ever gets talking to anybody Uh, i'm quite antisocial. Uh, but i got talking to this guy who was there on a conference And he happened to be one of the world's leading brains in preventative degenerative disease a guy called dr paul clayton and i was telling him my story and he said don't worry i I know exactly what you need i'm going to send you some ingredients through the post and i thought well i'm never going to hear from him again um and a few weeks later i get this package through the post and i'm to take 16 tablets daily and and I knew it was the real deal. I I'd I'd looked him up, he'd written hundreds of hundreds of academic papers on on, on this area. So I, you know, I, I knew he he was who he says he was. Um and literally I took these tablets and four weeks later I was back at work. I just felt myself again. And I Just couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, where do I get more of these tablets from? And he said, well, you can't get any more. I arranged for you to get these these ingredients, but these ingredients are not widely available to consumers. So um, in the supplement industry, these are kind of the hidden category of ingredients. These are the medical grade ingredients. Um, that are not widely used because they're really really expensive and they don't fit into the generic commercial model for supplements so I said look I don't care like I, I've got to get some more of these and if you can't send me more I'm just going to launch a supplement with these ingredients in so that was kind of where the idea for Lima really came around So we, we set out to launch this supplement and just to find a factory that would deal with this set of ingredients took over a year.
1: So when this, when you got these supplements in the post from this doctor that you met in Geneva, how do you then go about tracing and purchasing the supplements that he gave you if he said, oh, these aren't for consumer? We had to
2: persuade a factory to buy in this set of ingredients that are so much more expensive than organic ingredients. It doesn't fit into their commercial model, so it was really leveraging um, his connections within the industry for us to persuade a factory to produce a run with with, with these medical grade ingredients. So, you know, to kind of put it into perspective organic turmeric in a factory is a pound a kilo the patented and peer-reviewed form of turmeric that we use hydrokirk is nearly 300 pounds a kilo so it's a huge price disparity why is the difference i mean why is the difference 299 pounds per kilo because these ingredients have had you know millions and millions and millions of pounds invested in them to make them into a medicine so they've got They've got uh, like a decade of um, R&D that's gone into them. They've had to have huge amounts of scientific work to overcome the limitations of what those ingredients posed in their organic form and actually work as a medicine. So they've had to infuse high-tech delivery systems. They've had to do... um, preclinical and clinical studies, and and to do a preclinical and clinical study that that is of a, a level that's been published in a medical journal, it takes around three years. All the ingredients in Lima have been adapted from their organic state to do just that at a particular dose and then proven in peer reviewed medical studies and published in medical journals to prove that at an exact dose, this ingredient can work as a as a medicine. It can provide a health benefit. And that's what Lima that's how Lima basically is different from 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 the rest of the supplement industry, is that we only used peer reviewed ingredients.
1: As you can tell, the provenance of high-quality ingredients is really core to Lima's brand ethos. And here's what said ingredients could do for you.
2: Lima has been formulated really cleverly, and ultimately it is a a proven anti-inflammatory. And inflammation, as we know now, is one of the major causes of premature ageing, of illness. It's kind of the root of everything going wrong. It's one formula for all adults over 18. And for the majority of people, lima is a proven support to better sleep, to reduce stress, to improved immunity. Um, and it's really life-changing for the huge swathes of people that are left out on a limb by the world of pharma
1: you talk about um patented ingredients like what what does that exactly mean that's something that i've read quite a lot when researching about Lima. yeah
2: so patented ingredients is where a a company or a a scientific pharma pharmaceutical house or, or whatever it may be have taken an ingredient and significantly invested in that ingredient with bespoke delivery systems with high-tech functions to ensure that it will survive the digestive process with whatever it needs to do to become an active ingredient and because there has been a significant investment within that ingredient they need to protect it so therefore it's patented and with a patented ingredient, you know, everything about that ingredient. You know, it's, you, you can prove that it's got no toxicity. You can prove its stability. You can prove its bioavailability. You can prove its um, validity. You know, you know, everything about that ingredient.
1: I mean, you have spent a long time like researching and <laughs> developing this product. So well, I have, I mean,
2: I'm not the brains. I, I'm just the, uh, you know, I, I was the person with the idea. And, you know, I've helped bring it to market. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've had a hand in how it looked and things like that. But, you know, I am not a scientist and, and, and I, I can't I cannot
1: claim any <laughs> but- scientific development of anything to do with Lima. But it's been a long it's been a long process from yes. you know like infancy of idea to delivery to market. What were the first steps that you took to kind of get the business off the ground? In in its first infancy, Lima was
2: a supplement. So um it, it was finding a way to um to actually produce what we wanted. And, you know, we threw every single rule book out of the window and we just You know, I I was very adamant from the start that Lima should be all about the best, the best ingredients and how are we going to get this? So we threw price out the window, we threw organic out the window, and and we, we really created a new category of supplementation. And that was a huge challenge. You know, everybody said nobody would pay £150 a month for a supplement. Um, when initially we were, um, we we were seeking investment to actually get this project off the ground, you know, all of the, um, investment companies were saying, nobody's going to spend this amount of money on a supplement. You've got to make it cheaper and, you know, making it cheaper would mean to compromise on, on, on the actual, on how many ingredients we, we were using and the level of ingredients we're using. So in the end, um, my husband seed funded it. Um, and, and that caused a huge strain in, 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 my marriage because ultimately, you know, we were putting everything that we had in this, in, in this business.
1: So you're, you're, so you bootstrapped, you self-funded. We self-funded it.
2: Nobody would touch us. No, everybody said, nobody would spend this amount of money on a supplement you've got to make it cheaper and but did, that, did not
1: not bring alarm bells were you like is this the right decision you know this is actually quite
2: interesting because when i first met my husband he always said that um he wanted to do a luxury supplement and I, this was like 15 years ago or whatever and i said who's going to buy a luxury <laughs> supplement like supplements are functional who cares you know just Go to Boots and 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 get a multivitamin, and he was like, you know, trust me that there's something in this. And actually, it I remember I always remember when he had that conversation with me. There was something that triggered in my brain, and I was, I was thinking, well, actually, Joe Malone made a candle, which was a functional, um, you know, which, which was a functional product into a lifestyle statement for the home and and it kind of in the back of my mind you know there was something always kind of looking at functional products and the way that uh the the way that innovators had had actually bought those functional products and changed them into a lifestyle statement changing the packaging adding a scent you know whatever it was i was fascinated buy that. So yeah, it was was a huge risk. Um, But we did it. And within two weeks of launching, we'd sold out.
1: As Lucy mentioned, many companies have created successful lifestyle or luxury brands out of traditionally functional products. Lucy wanted to do the same thing with Lima, from the ingredients that go into the supplements to the unique copper packaging they're kept in.
2: I was adamant that it should not only just have the best ingredients but it needed to look different you needed to have an emotional um you needed to have an emotional relationship a visual relationship with the product in order for it to really become part of your life Uh, because you know benefits take well benefits can take up to three months you know for, for them to really come into fruition so how are you going to get that relationship with the product that, that that you're bringing to market and it has to be it has to be a visual element too wellness is is something that shouldn't always be hidden in a cupboard you know if you're going to just as you know when you walk into somebody's house and you you see that huge joe malone candle you know on, on the side you subconsciously Ah, oh, okay. You know they've got the pomegranate uh, noir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you know wh- why not um, have something that you can keep out in the home and and keep on display and just act as a daily reminder to keep Lima in your life. Mm-hmm. What what
1: year did you start Lima?
2: At two thousand
1: and eighteen. Gosh, so only a couple of years ago. Yeah. So have you had a second round of investment?
2: So we had, I mean, we we were very, very fortunate. You know, I, I do feel huge relief every day uh, that, that, you know, that, that Lima was a success. We had over 15 investment companies that, that were wanting to invest in Lima. And I did not go with anybody that um, originally turned us down because I just thought if you turned us down once, if anything went wrong in the future, you'd always say, well, you know, we didn't think it would work anyway. So we went with um, Pembroke VCT. They, They definitely leave founders to get on with the business and um, you know they don't try and control it; they let you go and flourish with what you wanted to create in the first place. So we've been hugely fortunate to have them on board.
1: Would you advise that to other small businesses in terms of if you're looking for funding and you get a lot of no's and they come knocking on your door and they they turn around and say they want to they want to invest? If you if they don't believe in you from the offset, are they the right people? I think it's for you?
2: definitely something to take into consideration. You know, you've got to have somebody that you've got to join with partners that share and believe in exactly what you're doing because you've got your roadmap you know where you're going and you've had an idea and actually you know if we look at the piece of paper that we wrote the roadmap of lima on all those years ago it still holds It's still exactly what it is today. You know, our business plan was written on a piece of paper. And yes, from that one piece of paper, it's turned into an 80-page document. But, um, you know, the the essence of Lima is exactly what it was in the first place. And we haven't compromised on anything to to deliver the best products that we can to to consumers.
1: I want to talk about the side hustle for a minute, because this idea started when you had a full-time job working in PR you just had a baby how did you manage your time um and do everything I mean I know how hard it is to kind of work with a new baby I don't know how you how you did it
2: well I have to say it, it wasn't very easy and I sometimes kind of look back and think how how did I do that you know believe me there have been plenty of meetings that I have had locked in my bathroom on mute while the kids were screaming um, outside so um, it hasn't been plain sailing by any means but I think you know I, I think it's basically all about balance and and you have to you have to have really strong boundaries in order to make sure, that one doesn't suffer for the sake of the other. You know, I am I've juggled motherhood with work. Probably slightly even more challenging than that is working. You know, my husband is Lima's CEO. And, you know, that has been <laughs> hugely challenging because he does not switch off. He does not switch off. He wakes up in the middle of the night and just wants to have a conversation about something. And it's like, you know, I had to put huge boundaries in place to make sure that you know after seven o'clock unless it is an emergency I do not want to speak about work Um, and it's really it's it's not so much for the sake of me although it you know it was for the sake of me as well but more for my daughter you know having family time is is something that you cannot
1: compromise on especially in those early years You can find all the latest news and advice for founders starting and growing their businesses at the Times Enterprise Network. Visit thetimes.co.uk forward slash business forward slash enterprise dash network, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter.
0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: At around £150 a month for a subscription, Lima isn't cheap. After all, you're paying for quality and all the research that goes into it. But for Lucy and her many, many customers, the price tag is actually a small price to pay.
2: It is a fiver a day, you know, look at it as a fiver a day. It's a fiver a day. If you can't sleep and you went to the doctor and said, you know, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, what am I gonna do? And the doctor can't prescribe you with a sleeping tablet. But if he if he said to you, or she said to you, well, you know, I can, you, you can rent this patch and you put it on your skin and and, and it costs a fiver a day and it'll give you eight hours sleep every night. I guarantee everybody that could not sleep would find a fiver a day whether that meant not going out as much um looking at the 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 clothes they bought you know it's kind of all about priorities and why not feel incredible for five pounds a day and if that's what it costs then you know it's not like it's 50 pounds a day you know it's five pounds a day you can you know you can easily spend that on a On a coffee and a or one of those crazy juices even you know and 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 this is going to actually do some good for you i've always kept to that lima cannot be more than five pounds a day so however because actually we update our formula on an annual basis to always ensure that as new science comes into the arena that we're always offering the, the the best formula to 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 customers and and one of the um you know something that i always stand strong on is this five pounds a day can't go more than that how many people
1: is there in your team there now working on Lima?
2: so now there are 34 people working on in lima so it's you know it's a proper global business we ship to over 70 countries we're in physical stores in the uk and the us we're predominantly a d2c business um that's how we I mean, to to be perfectly truthful, the margins don't really work for wholesale that well because it's such an expensive product to produce, Um, which is why, you know, to make this commitment of five pounds a day, uh, we, we we can do that if the bulk of our business is D2C. And also it's very nice to own the relationship that you have with your customer.
1: Having only properly launched in 2018, it's incredible to see how far Lima has come already. With her husband filling the CEO position, I asked Lucy to tell me a bit more about her current day-to-day role within the business.
2: So I'm in charge of new product development, but I'm also very much um, the person that speaks about the science and everything for new partnerships and everything like that. So and i'm also a bit of a control freak so i find it hard to let anything go and i often i often um, forget that we have got a big team of people um, and i you know it's kind of shifting from that mindset that i've got to do everything myself to actually you know we've got an incredible team who can who can really do this uh, probably better than me in, in a lot of different respects
1: so what does a working week look for you and lima at the moment
2: it, it's very much that i try and squeeze all my meetings in back to back during school hours and so when i collect my daughter from the bus at three thirty, i can do homework you know we can sit down for meals i can prepare dinner so I, I i very much take control over my life after i've collected her from the school bus and yes i will you know it's kind of just the logistical situation that America opens up after she's come back from school, so I make it that on a Wednesday I work um, into the into the evening on on Zoom calls with um, people in the US. But you know, I think you've just got to put those boundaries in place that when the kids have come home, that you have to dedicate you have to dedicate your time, and it's more that I you know my husband carries on working, and I have to drag him down for dinner um, at six o'clock and then he kind of goes back up. So i put the kids to bed and everything. And then, um, you know, we make time in the evening for, for each other. And, but on the basis that he can't talk about work (laughs) and I can see him thinking, Oh my goodness, I've got to say this. Um, and I say, don't, it can wait till the morning.
1: What's been your biggest learning so far, would you say?
2: The biggest learning is, Um, actually believing in myself, I think, uh, you know, believing that I think, you know, when I was at school, I was always, I mean, I was highly dyslexic and I I found the academic life at school very, very difficult. And as such, you know, I always remember the English teacher when everybody else was going around the careers fair and she went, Lucy, um, you know, I think you should go to secretarial school. You know, you could just about learn how to type if you really tried. And you know, very much I was always at the bottom of the class. So I think that has had um an effect on my self-confidence in you know, in, in anything that I've done. So actually believing in myself and, you know, not stopping when people have said, it's not gonna work. This idea is not good. You know, you need to adapt your idea to change, to fit in within the industry. Actually, do you know what? I've proven that you don't.
1: The key USP for Lima and something that Lucy is rightfully proud of is the proven peer-reviewed effects something that is surprisingly rare within the industry. Over
2: 90% of the supplement market doesn't work. It's never been proven to work. Multivitamins have never been proven to work. Fish oils have never been proven to work. Turmeric doesn't work. And you know, they're the largest sectors of the supplement industry. There's no regulation in place, really. Which
1: actually blows my mind. Like, you know, how is something that we're putting into our body? How How is there no system in place for regulation? I mean, it's crazy when you think of the sun cream industry.
2: It's, yeah. you know, it's very much you get, you get the star rating on the back. So you know how well that particular brand of sun cream is going to protect you against the UVA rays. There's nothing in the supplement industry that advises a consumer how well that particular product is going to benefit you. You know, turmeric, the turmeric industry is worth hundreds of billions of dollars, it, turmeric is a placebo. You'll never get an active level into your plasma to have an anti-inflammatory effect because it's not absorbed by the body. So yeah, you know, some companies put black pepper in and yes, it does increase the bioavailability to a certain extent, but still not enough to have an anti-inflammatory effect. But no, I mean, the only way to really know whether an ingredient is likely to work is to look on the back of the supplement packet, look on the label, and don't look for the generic ingredients. So don't look for turmeric extract. Look for, say, for in this instance, Hydrokirk. Mm. Put um, Hydrokirk into PubMed, where all the um, peer reviewed studies have been published, and actually see whether that brand of ingredient that you're using at that exact same dose that they're dosing is going to be effective but that's hugely difficult for a consumer to do because
1: it's a minefield minefield? (sighs) lima has received a lot of celebrity endorsement and press attention since its launch so i asked lucy to share some tips for any pudding entrepreneurs wanting to spread the word about their products
2: Yeah, I think I think it's about staying true to yourself and, and and looking at what your USPs are, looking at what makes you different and staying focused on what your journey is. Don't be derailed by anything else or any other or, or, or any other brands. Stick to what you know your product can deliver and, and don't be derailed by anything else.
1: Now it's time for a part of the show where today's guest gets the chance to throw forward a question for a future one. We'll get to Lucy's question in just a minute. But first, here's what Self & More founder Poppy wanted to know. When there are a
2: million and one things that you want to achieve with your business, how do you decide what's most important and what to tackle first? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I guess, um, one that delivers the most significant step change. Um, you know, if it doesn't manifest itself in, in a step change, then, then don't bother doing
1: it. And Lucy, do you have a question that you want to ask our next guest? Yeah,
2: I guess this is something that I struggle with. So when was the last time you switched your phone off and how did that freedom from digital connectivity make
1: you feel? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, before we go, in one sentence, can you tell me what the future looks like for Lima? Lima has always believed that we will
2: only offer the best of what's out there and anything that we develop will only offer the best. And so the future of Lima is to continue to disrupt existing categories with a new solution that offers something better than what was there previously.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been so fascinating. To check out some of the supplements on offer, just search for Lima. That's L-Y-M-A. You can also follow the brand on Instagram at Life, all one word. We're going to put both of those links in the episode description for you. Thanks again to Lucy for that massively fascinating conversation about her business. Next time I'm joined by Michelle Kennedy, the founder of social media app for mums, Peanuts.